Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And on the breakaway, McDavid scores! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points! This is Darn on there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle! Fun years are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back bar and in! Love save made by Smith! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 check. August 17th would go on to be a part of the new kids on the block who had uh, 20 years thereafter that uh, single went number one in the UK. You've got it. The right stuff. Cam Moon is beside me. Brendan Escott here once again today on Oilers Now. It's all brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I can picture you cutting a rug to that 
Oh, yeah. Decades ago. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, that absolutely happened. It almost <laughs> happened here just now. It was pretty close. Yeah, we had uh, we were milly rocking a little bit uh, here as we kick off the Tuesday edition of Oilers. Now, again, Cam riding shotgun this week, and that's because he has the show to himself tomorrow. We've got, uh, we got some exciting things planned. I'll be stepping in on Inside Sports, paving the way for the voice of the Oilers here on 630 Chet to take over the airwaves from 12 to 2 tomorrow. So I know you've got some fun stuff planned for then. We've got some fun stuff planned for today, including but not limited to Thomas Drance from The Athletic in Vancouver. Get some thoughts on the new look Canucks. What a wild offseason it's been and uh, much more from that front. Catherine Silverman, contributor to In Goal Magazine, big Twitter presence and podcaster, didn't get to connect with her on Friday afternoon. So instead, we'll go around the NHL's goaltending landscape today at 1.35. And how about uh, Morinville's own Brandon Hagel coming off of an excellent rookie season, the former Red Deer Rebel, somebody you would be very familiar with the work of so we'll chat check in with him after the uh, one o'clock news and specific to the whl we'll go quickly here into today's top story because this actually came out yesterday afternoon after we'd gone off the air today's top story brought to you by legacy heating and cooling get your ac today with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling and i reference this because brandon hagel a whl veteran the western hockey league announcing mandatory vaccination for all players club staff and other team and league personnel must have both doses two weeks prior to puck drop on the regular season so cam this this essentially follows suit from what we'd seen the other canadian hockey league entities take on a, a mandatory policy and the way i see it it's just a matter of them being very concerned about having all of the games they schedule actually get played why well, and that's that's the biggest thing is you're going to have a pretty tight schedule because it's going to be a normal type schedule. So the last thing you want is things to go south and then have to reschedule would be incredibly difficult in the time frame that you have. So to minimize the risk and to make this as possible as possible mm-hmm. this would be the way to do it and and yeah it's not just the players it's it's basically everybody yeah exactly anybody i know the uh, the pa of the nhl has circulated the memo saying it's about a 12 foot radius if you come inside that of yeah. any you know player or staff member or what have you vaccination required so it'll essentially be the same thing for the western league who also by the way recommended in that same memo uh, t- that players live with billets who are fully vaccinated in particular so they're trying to you know stretch it as far as they possibly can within the realm of the control that they have over the game and rather than trying to schedule say two buffer weeks at the end of the season just to try and make sure they had enough runway in case they're just going to put the accountability right on the players and the teams themselves and saying you know you, you can be on top of this and I, I think the the billet family is very important part of it. A huge part of junior hockey players moving from wherever to the city where they're about to play and living with a family, and you become part of that family, I, which I think is one of the great experiences of junior hockey. But you same thing. You don't want um, it to be a high risk situation. So yeah, I know they'll be strongly recommending. I would think from from the team's point of view that uh, when they were t- talking with potential billets that uh, if it's not a 
a, a vaccinated family that probably just going to not be on the list. So I totally understand it. Get it. Uh, that's it's going to be a, a, a good season if they can you know, in all the markets be able to put people back in because mm-hmm. that's. Unlike the the NHL, the junior hockey didn't have a, an influx of television money coming. And I know the teams last year in the WHL playing well, just within the province, I mean, they were basically doing that on their own dime, you know? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, need so, some money coming in. Right, and to get fans in the building, to, to have an environment that's, like we said, safe enough to continue yes. to, you know, unfold over the course of the entire regular season. And the alternative to that, should you choose not to want to get vaccinated, I suppose, is to play in a different league. But sure. I, I, you might be hard-pressed, certainly in Canada or anywhere in North America at this point, where you're going to find a league that is comfortable having a bunch of players that aren't vaccinated so we'll see they didn't release a particular threshold of any kind it's saying the whl is mandatory vaccinations for all players club staff and other team and league personnel so that is today's top story again for legacy heating and cooling and i'll tell you what we'll get a a different maybe more detailed perspective on just how disruptive covid was last year specifically with the vancouver canucks team who really took it on the chin and just how deeply impacted it it was thomas drance will uh will hopefully weigh in on that after the uh, 1230 news here on Oilers Now, which you can contribute to, by the way, on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Entertainment back, live entertainment at the River Cree with Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins. They take the stage September 3rd, April Wine Rock in the House, September 18th, and then Hotel California, the Eagles Tribute Band. They play Friday, October 29th. All those details at rivercreeresort.com, 780 960063. Also, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. So, top story. As it relates to our marketplace, I think you can incorporate the WHL into that. But it was this morning, Cam, as we were prepping for the show, that the NHL announced it will approve uh, advertising on jerseys within a specific diameter for the 2022-23 season. So if you're sitting there panicking... If you're panicking that this is going to be like a Spengler Cup uh, type shindig, I, I think that you can pump the brakes on that. It's going to be three by three and a half inch advertising on the chest of the NHL jerseys as of 2022-23. I have to say, I don't really have an issue with this. No, neither do I. I, and I realize the amount of lost revenue over the last season, and, and you need to recoup as best you can. This is an effort to do that. But at, at three by three and a half inches, it's not going to be a big deal. Don't exactly. I mean, some of the stuff we already saw on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, the panic button yes. has been getting hit Hammer. plenty hard. Yeah, it's it's not going to make a big deal. If you're when you're watching from the stands, if you're at the game, you'll barely notice it. Yeah. On television, unless it's a pretty tight shot, you really won't notice it. So, yeah, it's it's going to be okay. We're, we're going to be upset for a few days. There's going to be a couple of days of upsetness, mm-hmm. but then it's all going to simmer down. We're going to be okay. 
there is such a traditionalist element to the sport of hockey. And one of the things that people are incredibly protective over for whatever reason is like the integrity, yeah. the sanctity of the, of the sweater, the hockey sweater. And you cannot, you cannot disparage that by littering it with advertising, which we've seen in Europe, period. If you've oh, yeah. ever accidentally flipped on the Spengler clap, you're probably wondering what you're looking at sometimes. We had the joke off air about the, the referees dressing like cows in support yes. of uh, European milk farmers or dairy yeah. farmers. So, But uh, I, I liken this a lot more to what the NBA has done over the last couple of years and in incorporating and we've seen even it's been around long enough where some teams have rotated through different sponsors but the bottom line as you mentioned cam is the cash flow and trying to get creative as to how they can make up for some of the lost revenue where ultimately you know you want to see a higher salary cap you want to have a more competitive team here in edmonton or more flexibility these are the kinds of things that are going to have to be more universally accepted so that they can move in a direction where more cash flow is enabled yeah business has to change a little bit and and you need to be a little more relaxed in your ideas towards that and yeah i don't think that it's not a huge intrusion it doesn't kick in till 22 23 correct so yeah we're not going to see it this season coming up but down the road we will and i yeah I, I think it's inevitable exactly yeah and that was the word for me too i think there was some element of inevitability to sure. this just looking at how other sports leagues have gone about this and and uh, frankly when we saw the the helmet advertising last year even that in place of the the team logo you see the rogers logo instead i just i i almost thought it looked like it belonged there and maybe i'm in the yeah. minority in saying so but they uh, they did reference the fact that that drew in about 100 million additional revenue dollars to the league as a whole um so disperse that you know over the course of whatever the deal was for your individual team but you know, $100 million off of that kind of snap decision right there. And then you talk about just adding another layer to that. And the anticipated dollar figure is about $150 million in revenue from these from the jersey advertising. So to me, that's two thumbs up on the, on the league front. Yeah, that's helping close the gap from what you've had over the last season of of no people in the building, at least in, in Canada. That's and that's tough. Like that's tough to throw a season on when you don't have people coming through the turnstiles. So to help close that gap up, then uh, most certainly I yeah, I don't see it as a as a big problem. And you're right, I on the helmets, yeah, it, it just seemed to fit. I thought they did a it wasn't and I think the key is it it can't be it can't be over the top. Yeah. Otherwise it, it sticks out. They did, I thought, a great job of just subtly throwing that in there. And then it looked like it, it had always been there, even though it hadn't. But, uh, yeah, if you do it that way, I think it'll be fine. Let us know what you think. 780-496-0063. Already some reaction here on the text line. Aaron says he'll never buy a jersey with an ad on it. Well... They may not well be selling you a jersey with an ad on it. I think you kind of had to go out of your way to find an NBA jersey when they started implementing those um, those advertisements to, to find the authentic one, if you will. Uh, you're going to have plenty of options, Aaron, to buy these jerseys 
just as clean as you'd like to see them. Uh, Shorty says this kind of thing has to start somewhere. And I think that what better time than now, as Cam and I have been talking about here with the amount of revenue lost. And yeah, we're talking about, you know, multi-million to, to billion dollar franchises here. But at the end of the day, in order to keep things moving along as they had been, there's going to have to be a little, uh, you know, making up to do over the fact that we just lost essentially 18 months of normal business practices. Yeah, where, where you had dollars going out and not many dollars going in. I'm no business major, but I know that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you need more dollars coming in. Uh, yeah. This helps that. Uh, Harv says sponsors should pay an amount as a function of minutes of ice time that the player gets. <laughs> I like so, where Harv's head's at. Th- this yeah. is, that's more junior hockey style, yeah. <laughs> where the, the player specifically is sponsored individually. Won't be that. It'll be the teams working through the deals, and I, I don't think that it will be as much an invasion of the viewing experience for you, the fan, as you may be suspecting that it would. But let us know, 780-496-0063. That's where you contribute to the show. We're going to press pause here. Come back on the other side with some thoughts on NHL players being vaccinated and what that may look like as COVID protocols start to... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Fall into shape. Some thoughts from our NHL insider, John Shannon. When we return on Oilers Now, it's 1220 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon in this week for Bob Stoffer. Hexter Dale says, I'm sorry, but you guys sound like such corporate sellouts between supporting a mandatory vaccine and the jersey ads. Why don't you stand out a little and say what you actually think? Come on, says Dale. But Dale, that's what I actually think. I'm for business. I want the hockey business to be good I, I want it to get better and working off a season where you didn't really have a lot of business a little bit not a lot you got to make it up and as far as the vaccines i to me that just makes sense it is still you know there's options out there nobody's forcing you to play hockey in the nhl or the no. whl you can take the option and you don't have to participate but the leagues in my opinion are well within their right to say if you're going to participate under our organization this is what we require of you and you can make the decision from there you also have to wear a helmet you do you can't play without one you might want to but you can't And again, we'll talk to Thomas Drance about exactly what the impact of having an entire team essentially sidelined by COVID at the same time was to Vancouver. It blew the franchise to smithereens. I promise you, they do not have the kind of defensive turnover on that roster that we saw this offseason unless there was that catastrophic an impact from what happened over the course of last year, period. That's how I feel about it, Dale. That's how I feel. And as far as the advertising on jerseys go, I we're not. They have literally outlined the the diameter of this, and it is no different than anything I have ever seen on a North American professional sports jersey. I don't stop watching soccer 
because the logo is in the center of their chest, nor does it make me feel any type of way about the product that I'm actually seeing, which is the game. Let's hope that the games can be played, and if they do, it sounds like a lot of the influence on whether or not team members get vaccinated is going to be left up to, let's say, the peer pressure or the accountability that you were held to by your other teammates. John Shannon speaking about this yesterday on Oilers Now as we dip into the audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Well, I think peer pressure is going to be the major impetus for all of this. Um, I mean, take a look what the NFL are doing. Uh, take a look what the CFL are doing. Uh, there is a chance that if uh, your team has, you know, forced to cancel a game, uh, and it's uh, and, and 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 that team will have to have the game forfeited, um, you'll lose a paycheck. Uh, now, I don't think it's that way now because football does not have guaranteed contracts. Uh, I don't think it's that way in the National Hockey League yet, but I do think that there's a ton of pressure uh, from the National Hockey League, from both uh, Health Canada and the CDC to say, listen, if, if we're going to allow the NHL to get back to normal, uh, vaccinations are going to have to be very important and high on the list. And But at the same time, in day-to-day life, there are people that don't want to get vaccinated for whatever reason, uh, and you ha- and you in a democracy, you have to respect that at this point. However, private business, private business can mandate. The provincial government, for instance, in Manitoba, has mandated if you want to get in the building at all, uh, like for the bomber games or for the Jets games, you're going to have to be fully vaccinated. Uh, that does not include the players who are playing the games as of yet. So we're going to, I I think that this is going to be part of a negotiation. Something tells me it's going to dovetail into the Olympic agreement because COVID and COVID insurance is very important for the Olympic agreement. So we're going to have to wait and see over the next two or three weeks what happens. And everything as as we sit right now is sort of coming together and there's a lot to be evaluated. And I think the only thing that's more difficult than trying to figure out how to react to COVID in the moment that it was happening is figuring out how in the world you get back to normal on the other side of it. Because there is a lot of pushback on the, you know, the measures that are being taken, I think. Not necessarily from the players that we've seen yet or the owners, and it might come to that at some point very soon, but... Excuse me, a lot of the fans that I'm seeing just reacting right now on the text line, um, you know, we don't want you making up revenue with uh, with jersey advertising because we'll give you an inch and you'll take a mile and then it'll all be littered. And we don't want a, a vaccine mandated because it just it, it's a lot of the sky is falling. And I think that there's just an element of let's wait and, and sort of just calm down, just calm down for a minute about this stuff. It was going to happen, Cam. I think that the advertising on the jerseys, it was going to happen. They're doing, there's still traditionalists in that front office, maybe to a fault at times with some of the decision-making that goes on. So uh, I, I, I just can't see a way in which the league is not in a better spot for having these three by three and a half inch advertisements on their jerseys. At one time, we didn't have advertisements on the boards or in the rink. And it looks weird to see that footage now. <laughs> yes, it really does. Really weird. It looks naked. It looks yeah. bare. Yeah. So, hey, it's it's inevitable. 
but I totally understand it, especially with what we have gone through. What and not just the hockey business, but all businesses, all have to, you know, change a little bit and and do whatever you can to increase revenues. Thomas Drance from the Athletic Vancouver coming up on the other side of a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. It's Brendan Escott, Cam Moon in this week on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.